You are listening to The Effective Statistician, episode number 35. Why should statisticians care about leadership and developing their leadership skills? An interview with Gary Sullivan. Welcome to another episode of The Effective Statistician with Alexander Schacht and Benjamin Pieske, the weekly podcast for statisticians in the health sector designed to improve your leadership skills. And today is really about that. Widen your business acumen and enhance your efficiency. We are creating an online course for improving your leadership skills and this episode serves as kind of a first intro into this. And you can develop your leadership uh, skills with this course as a statistician even if you have no direct reports. So register your interest for such a course on the homepage of The Effective Statistician at theeffectivestatistician.com slash course. So in today's episode, we'll chat about actually what is leadership and why should technical statisticians worry about their leadership skills and developing their leadership skills. So if you're not really sure about why and what, then keep uh, on this episode. Also, we will talk about um, different dimensions of leadership, mindset of a leadership, and how you can develop your leadership skills. This podcast is created in association with PSI, a global member organization dedicated to leading and promoting best practice and industry initiatives. Join PSI today to further develop your statistical capabilities with access to special interest groups, the video on demand content library, free registration to all PSI webinars and much, much more. Visit the PSI website at psiweb.org to learn more about PSI activities and become a PSI member today. Hello, this is another episode of The Effective Statistician. Today we are talking about leadership and this will be actually the first uh, episode in a series of um, episodes about leadership. And for the series, I have a special guest with me that has um, done a lot about leadership in terms of um, statistics and has great, great uh, expertise here. And so I welcome Gary Sullivan. Hi, Gary. How are you doing? Hi, Alexander. I'm doing great. Uh, it's uh, great to be with you. Always enjoy talking about leadership. Yep. Very, very good. So um, as we are recording this, it's actually summer. And here in Germany, where I'm located, um, it's just started to, to rain, which is really great because it's completely dry here. But maybe you hear a little bit of, of rain in the, in the background. Um, but that shouldn't kind of distort us from uh, speaking about leadership today. So, um, Gary, you have been um, in statistics for quite some time. Can you speak a little bit how you first got in touch with statistics and what has been your career within statistics uh, that far? Sure. I took up an interest in statistics way back when I was in high school and decided to go on and uh, get uh, my bachelor's degree 
in statistics and went on to receive my master's and PhD uh, from Iowa State University in 1989. After graduating from Iowa State, I joined Eli Lilly and Company, and I worked there for a little over 28 years. Um, I feel like I had the best of both worlds there because I spent about half of that time working as a practicing uh, consulting statistician, uh, supporting different roles in product development and discovery research, and then moved on into uh, management roles uh, within the statistics function. Um, I came to, to understand leadership um, a little bit later in my career. So in terms of your management roles, what, what kind of areas have you, have you managed there? So in the pharmaceutical industry, I managed on the what we call the non-clinical side. So I had a responsibility for statisticians uh, in discovery research, in product development, and in manufacturing. Different pieces of those over the years in my last role, um, I had responsibility for all the statisticians in those three areas, as well as biomarker research. So a very, very broad range of statistics where, where people interact with lots of different uh, areas. So from, you know, very yes. different to, let's say, the, the usual phase three setting where you have a maybe a much more homogeneous group of statisticians, yeah. Yes, yes. I mean, statisticians that interacted with uh, discovery chemists and biologists who are trying to... Uh, identify the next molecule in the pipeline um, all the way through to manufacturing statisticians who are working with um, technical associates and operations to make sure that um, our, our products are being uh, manufactured and distributed with consistency and reliability. Okay. So how did you came into touch with this leadership topic for statistics? Yeah, that's a, it's a really good story. Uh, back, I think it was in 2009, um, I was invited to attend a leadership program, a corporate leadership program at Eli Lilly. And I, um, right before I attended that program, our new vice president in statistics, um, we developed a new statistics strategy with some different pillars to that strategy. And one of the pillars was leadership. And I was asked to uh, develop a leadership program with another senior technical statistician uh, within the company. And I went to the leadership class and I came back and we just sort of started from scratch um, and developed um, a couple different programs for our statisticians at Eli Lilly. Um, so that was kind of the, the start of it. And, and from there, I went on to, to teach um, and facilitate different programs. And uh, those first few years, I just became really interested and fascinated by leadership. And I guess I became what I now call a true student of leadership and that I, I view um, many things through a leadership lens and um, find lessons in leadership and a lot of different things I observe um, in my work life and in my, uh, in my social life 
in the community, um, everywhere. Interesting. So, so as we are talking about leadership, maybe it's good to actually start with a definition of leadership. So, so like in every good statistics or math book, everything starts with a definition. So, so what's your definition uh, of leadership here in, in this statistics setting? Yeah, actually, when we started our leadership program, that was actually the first thing we did was was to. Uh, come up with a definition because we we felt that we had to keep people focused on the same thing because when you hear leadership people think of of many different things so um, I'll give you a, a most recent definition that uh, we used in teaching a class at the joint statistical meetings uh, last week and that definition is to consistently deliver value to an organization or cause by inspiring people to take a specific direction when they truly have the freedom or choice to do otherwise. And I'm not reading that. That's <laughs> kind of etched in, in my memory, um, again, because, uh, um, I've, like I said, I've, I've thought about that definition a lot and uh, thought about leadership a lot. Okay, so there's a couple of interesting words in it. So, so the first kind of thing comes into this, It's about inspiring and it's about that people follow when they have the true choice to do something different. What do you mean by the second one? Um, can you give an example of what would then not be leadership? Yeah, so uh, one of the things that we tend to get into a discussion about when I provide training on leadership is the difference between leadership and management. Um, And if, if again, if, if that's something you haven't thought about, I think it's something worth worth considering. Um, if you think about management, typically it's about uh, um, managing resources, uh, coordinating activities. Um, th there's even some things I've read where they use the word controlling. Um, and... When you think about leadership, if you ask people to, to talk about leadership, they'll talk about words like influence and courage and strategic thinking and vision. And so the two are very different. Um, so, so in management, when you talk about someone that has authority, um, in a sense, the, the people beneath them maybe feel obliged to simply follow their direction. <clears throat> And over time, so as, a, as, as so as a leader, you need to actually convince people rather than tell people. Yes, um, whether whether you have authority over them or not, I mean, we can get into sort of some some different sort of aspects of leadership. Um, sort of sticking with the leadership management thing. So, um, in, in a management role, you you do have the authority sometimes to tell people maybe what to do, when to do it. But in the 21st century um, employee, especially those uh, in statistical roles or in other uh, technical type roles, um, they're going to be motivated by wanting to be creative, wanting to be challenged, um, wanting to master certain things, wanting to contribute at a high level. And you, you need to meet those needs as well. Otherwise, if you're just simply telling them what to do, um, they lose interest. They, 
become demotivated, they become less productive. So I think there is in, in being a leader, it's something beyond being a manager that you do have to, in, in addition to having authority over them, you need to find ways to inspire them so that they can both meet the goals and objectives of the 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 organization that they're working for, but also that they themselves um, are motivated and feel challenged and feel like they're advancing technically, that they're impacting um, the organization. So I think that's why the the inspire part and is an important part of being a leader, whether you have authority or whether you don't have authority. Okay, and so so it's a lot about inspiring and influencing others. So, and if you think about you know a statistician in day to day work, who is he inspiring? Who is he leading? Yeah, so I, I guess there's a, a couple different types of statisticians. Um, when when we think of leadership, we probably immediately think of people in in roles where they have responsibilities over people. Uh, so in in my the last half of my career, um, I was I was leading other statisticians um, and and trying to to inspire them, and not in a in a day to day type of sense, but. Uh, trying to identify the things that, that keep them motivated and challenged. Now, on the other hand, most statisticians, um, they're working as technical contributors. They may have supervisor responsibilities or may, they may not. And so um, th they need to inspire those around them. Uh, maybe they would be colleagues, scientific colleagues, um, people they're working with on teams, uh, project management type folks, um, or decision makers. And they, they're inspiring them perhaps to um, adopt a certain approach toward a statistical design or buy into a certain type of analysis. Uh, so, so in those ways, they have to inspire fellow team members, colleagues, collaborators to make those certain choices that they have the freedom to, to make or not. So in that way, both types of roles, whether you're in a management type role or whether you're in a technical contributor type role, um, both roles have to inspire those around them in order to, to deliver value. Okay, so it's really a topic for everybody, for every statistician, because kind of we all work not in, you know, isolation just for ourselves. We all work in in teams, in cross-functional teams. Um, so there's always something where our expertise is needed to uh, set a direction, to help make a decision. Maybe it's a team decision, maybe it's a management decision, <clears throat> but there's always some um some things that we need to help uh so that you know others can actually achieve something that's right so, it, i i was going to say um uh several years ago i think bob rodriguez when he was the president of the asa um was quoted as saying as statisticians our, our job is to get people to act on our ideas and adopt our uh, methods, whatever the appropriate method might be. 
And in order to do that, that requires influence and, and influences um, a large part of leadership. Okay. So if that is so important for people, um, if, you, if you think of a statistician that wouldn't have these kind of leadership skills, the, the, the influencing, um, how would you call such a statistician? Well, I think a statistician can still... Um, they can still certainly feel challenged and add value um, without without leadership. Um, I think of uh, a, a consulting statistician in the purest sense where, and, and this is probably, I had experiences like this earlier in my career, would someone come and, and, and ask me if I could design an experiment for them or analyze some data. And, um, you know, you can do that and you can, Uh, help provide them with with what they need and help advance a cause. Um, but in order to, if you think about things from a standpoint of wanting to advance um, whatever field you're working in, whether it's advancing the science or advancing the the production in, in an area or um, advancing just the, the flow of information or insights, The, the field of statistics is constantly changing. There are constantly new methods, new ideas, new ways of doing things um, that are brought about through, again, advances in science, advances in technology. And so as a statistician, um, in, in a sense, by, by trying to convince people to, to use the, the best appropriate methods, um, it, it requires leadership. It requires influence. Um, and th there's more to it than that, but I, I guess that's sort of a simple way of, of describing the maybe the passive statistician who just provides what they're asked to, to do and the, the, the active statistician or the statistical leader um, who maybe provides what they're asked to do, but then looks for uh, wanting to understand uh, the bigger question and, and, and maybe how they could do it better or um, what they might be able to contribute to do it more efficiently. Okay, so so an example would be, you know, um, a colleague from another function comes to you with, you know, data and says, okay, could you please analyze this data here for me and I need a p-value based on a chi-square test here. Um just do it and you know the, the, the passive statistician was you know just run the software give him the p-value job done where the more leadership person would take it try to understand the data and maybe come up with a different solution you know um, a more powerful solution to to come to the answer um, and would then try to convince the other person that that is actually a better approach than just the very simple test that, that uh, maybe that person uh, is coming up with. Yeah. Yes. It, it could be that, or it, it might even be the person uh, when, when they come to them with a the data set, sort of digging a little deeper and saying, okay, what, what problem are you trying to solve? Or what question is, is someone asking you and what bigger question are they trying to answer? Um, so it's, it's, 
maybe inserting yourself a little bit more to gain a deeper understanding of um, the, the, the bigger problem or the big, bigger picture. Um, and then you may find that, well, yeah, this, this data set is good, but w- maybe we can leverage other data or maybe you're, you're not asking the right question or maybe we need to go about this in a, in a different type of way. So I, I think those are some of the qualities or at least the beginnings of a statistical leader to want to wanna dig deeper and, and understand the, the question beyond the question. Okay, okay. So that already points us into a little bit kind of the um, the benefits of the statistician of, you know, developing leadership skills. Could you expand a little bit more on this topic? So so why should, you know, a technical statistician at the the beginning, you know, come out of this, you know, maybe passive um, mode and develop more these leadership skills? Yeah, that's that's a really good question um, because I think some statisticians may look at it as well. This is this is how I was trained. This is the job. This is what I'm asked to do. Um, I think in in any industry, uh, whether it's whether it's or in any sector, whether it's industry, government, um, research, um, independent consulting, um, even academia. I mean, there's there's always sort of a um, I mean, you're, you're, you're working for an organization that, that has um, a mission or, or a vision is, is trying to achieve goals. And as a, a member of that organization, you want to do the best that you can uh, to help the, the organization achieve those goals. Um, so at, at the highest level, you want to look for ways to, to, to more efficiently um, deliver on those goals, to uh, deliver value to be more efficient, to be more productive. And so I, I think there's a notion of always want to think about a, a better way to do things, um, a way to, to bring greater value to the, the cause that you're, you're a part of. Um, and, and if you want to do that, then that's about, uh, wanting to innovate, wanting to identify new methods, wanting to come up with new ideas and and constantly improve upon the way that things are being done or at least think about improving upon the way that things are done um so any any um any opportunity to to influence or any uh situation where you need to influence or you need to create change um requires leadership skills and i i think that's the 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 reason that um many statisticians are pursuing more leadership skills and for those that aren't um why that why they should think about doing it yeah i think this this change is a very very kind of fundamental term here because if things if you don't want to change things there's no kind of need to convince somebody or there's no need to kind of you know put a lot of effort into something because, you know, the ball will just kind of roll further and further and further. Um, But if you really want to change something, being it on, you know, any aspect of the business, um, then you always need these leadership skills. Um, So 
You know, mentioned just, you know, that in terms of training, people come from this, um, maybe come from this perspective that, you know, they're trained at uh, university, how to do certain tests or, you know, statistical methodology, all these kind of different things. And, um, and then they come into the industry with all the technical knowledge uh, of a statisticians. And um, when is actually then a good time to start with this leadership development? Yeah, that's, that's another really good question. Uh, I've gone, I think, back and forth on that. Um, and I think the, uh, the, there's, there's probably no time that's too early. Uh, and I think it, it depends on how much the, the question is how much time to spend on it. I think my thinking these days is that even in, in graduate school or in universities, um, statisticians should be at least uh, provided some understanding of, of what leadership is and, and why it's important. Um, so they, they should never sort of lose sight of it. Now, uh, I think when, when someone first starts um, in a professional role, uh, yeah, they should spend the majority of their time just learning uh, what, what their responsibilities are and, and figuring out how to do their job and, and just to deliver value in a way that they're expected to. Uh, but, but I think after a few years and once that starts to become um, understood by the statistician, that then they need to think about, um, start investing in their leadership. Uh, because ultimately, as you said, um, they're going to think of or they're going to um, be presented with opportunities where they can do things um, faster, do things cheaper, uh, do things in a way that will deliver uh, greater quality, and they need to to um, th they're going to want to do that. And in order to do that, they're going to need to convince other people that they need to do things differently. Um, so I, I think the answer to your question is it's never too early. Um, I think as as someone's professional career goes on, they maybe need to invest more and more in their leadership development. And I'll say on the flip side, I don't think it's ever too late either. Um, <laughs> I, I think sometimes people, you know, in mid career um, may, may run into a bit of a wall or feel like they're at a crossroads or feel like, okay, I've, I've done all the things that I expected I could do. And maybe they're um, starting to feel bored or, or not challenged. Uh, then I think the question is, well, what, what more can you do? And in, in order to perhaps maybe take on a different role or re-energize themselves, um, they can think about ways where they can uh, create change for the better uh, for their organization. Um, and, and that's, again, where leadership would come in. So I, I think even you know, whether it's as early as graduate school or as late as 15 to 20 years, into their career or, you know, places in between uh, that people can and should invest in their leadership. Yeah, I think when I look across the different people, the different colleagues, um, also, you know, just beyond the um, 
my company, I see that those people where I have the feeling they have very good leadership skills, they got, just get things done much, much easier um, because they can work much better with other people. They can, you know, get things across much easier. Um, so if you have all these influencing skills and, and um uh, these things that you know are the foundations of good leadership, uh, which we'll talk about in, in future episodes. If you have all these, everything will be much easier for you. So you can get much more done in fewer time with less problems. So, so I think all these leadership skills are kind of uh, yeah. They put a kind of a, a supercharged your uh your day-to-day -day life um whereas if you don't have them you run into barriers again and again and again and as you say you know maybe at a certain point your career might plateau and you might even get bored because you know there's no change anymore and you don't see any kind of further uh possibility to grow Yeah, I agree. Maybe except with the part of it, it becomes uh, easier for people. I think I think people that are strong leaders, strong statistical leaders, uh, they may they may disagree and say that well, it's it's never easy, but it's it's challenging. Then um, they certainly have the the tools and the skills to create change. Um, whereas in some situations, some people may not even have those tools or not even see those opportunities and may not even uh, want to engage in trying to create a change. I don't know that it's ever easy, but I think it, it makes it challenging and interesting and more rewarding. And those are probably the things that, that motivate um, most statisticians to want to keep not, not just developing their, their technical skills, but developing their leadership skills so they can continue to um, impart change and, and create impact and, and grow as, as a, not just a statistician, but a, a business professional, a, a scientist, uh, a researcher, you know, whatever field they're in. Yeah. Okay, very good. That was a great kind of introduction into uh, leadership and, and what it means. Uh, we talked about, you know, um, why leadership is important, what leadership is. Gary, you gave a really nice definition about what leadership is, that it's, in, you know, inspiring and it is about influencing others so that they take action um, when they have the freedom to do something different. Um, we talked about kind of what it is, um, why it's important for every statistician early in their career or late in their career. And if you don't have these kind of skills, how that kind of impacts your day-to-day -day life as a statistician. And um, yeah, I think on the flip side, that also explains where the benefits are. So Gary, thanks so much for this first episode. Um, and stay tuned for the next episodes with Gary on uh, where we go further into other aspects of this discussion. Thanks a lot. Thank you. So 
Don't forget to register your interest in the leadership program at theeffectivestatistician.com slash course. This show was created in association with PSI. Thanks for listening. Please visit theeffectivestatistician.com to find the show notes and learn more about our podcast to boost your career as a statistician in the health sector, especially now with respect to leadership.